Some smooth shit with uh, a couple Bay Area, uh, I would say, underground kings. Bay Area legends. Bay Area legends. Thank you for joining us here for another episode of FC Radio. Whoa, 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 whoa. I am uh, one of the hosts here today. They call me Jayless Pounds. I'm as smooth as smooth as can be. Just think of whatever you think is smooth in your head and just make that happen for me. All right? Real raw right there. Real raw, real emotion. And this voice right here is your boy Peasy. Foshizi, never acting like a beezy, or known as a couple of uh, his aliases. Got Doctor Peasy, Doctor Peasy. We got Peligroso Peasy, Peligroso Peasy. No, I think I just came up with that one right now. That was not that, that's not that catchy. No, that was kind of it's kind of this off brand. <clears throat> kind of just forced. It was forced. Definitely forced. A little we gotta, forced. We gotta leave that one in the past, man. We gotta just leave it in the past. Just like that Niner and Rams game shit. Gotta just Ooh. leave it in the past, man. Yeah. I don't even want to get into that just too much, but uh I wanna get into the game for it just being the game. Minus the fans. All of them. Raider fans, 49er fans, Rams fans, all the fans aside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get down to the nitty gritty of football and how all the games went. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yes, I, I understand. But uh, we got a, a special day planned for you, okay? Wherever you're at, if you're in a car, if you're in the shower, if you're taking a shit, if you're brushing your teeth, if you're walking incline on the treadmill right now. Sweating. Sweating bullets, smelling like straight ass. I appreciate you. Be grateful for where you're at and what you're doing. Again, uh, I know you guys are taking time out of your day to tap in with us and catch up with us and uh, rap with us a little bit. But we do got a special one planned here for you today. What did you say, PZ? I said we got a special one for you here. Right? That that would, uh, what do you say? What do you think? Do you think it's a special one? Man, I think uh, every time you're able to tap in with someone and kind of learn something, I think that's, that's special. It is, man. Every time we sit down, whether it's uh, about the podcast or how to you know, interact with guests or, you know, just planning merch or this, that, and the other. It's, um, it's creative minds. You yeah. know, it's really cool to be a part of. 
especially here on the team. You know, we got a we got a couple pillars on the team. You know what I mean? And we all have our jobs that you know that we do. That's the that's the thing about what makes it special is like about the grind is uh is always gonna be there, man. You're gonna always have to put in work no matter what. When you wanna be in a higher position in life, you know, be able to do what you want, whether it's uh, financially or just uh do stuff that you like, like your passions. Yeah, without having to be tied to your nine to five and you having time in your day to actually pursue what you want to do. And it's um it's still it, it's still work. You can get to where you want to get to. Exactly. It's it not in. easy though. You know, I'm not gonna say it's easy. I'm not gonna say it's something that you know, that you're you know, that's it's, easy every day. It's not know? a it's not an overnight success. Not at all. We've been uh you know, I'm really proud of where we're at and what we've been doing and I'm not aside from that, just everybody's hustle. Everybody's grind independently within the group. You know, I hope you guys have a a foundation or a support group or I don't know what you want to call your team, but whatever you call your team, you guys need a team around you. And you're as strong as your weakest link. You know what I mean? And that's the truth. And we don't look at anybody as weak here at all. I don't think at all, you know. Mm -hmm. I think we're all just we just all want to elevate so much. We're all these alpha males in our own right, you know, but we have the the wisdom I would say to be able to understand each other that we need to understand each other and that we need to talk to each you know what I mean it makes it's ma what makes a great team the th the thing about having a great team is having people that know not necessarily their role but what, what they could bring to the team to make it better yeah and, it, and then that turns into the role and they know what then you know what to bring you know and you're Mike then you're Michael Jordan fucking winning all these championships yeah with this great team and everybody's doing exactly what they need to do. You know, that kind of ties into kind of the themes we've been on lately. Whenever it's just been, I mean, you rapping, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's been, uh, how are we going to progress? How are we going to level up? You know, the energy that we bring to the podcast, the ideas and and just staying relevant. You know what I mean? With everything we're doing and not relevant, but consistent, mm -hmm. you know, consistent. and that's something that we've been doing. And, and uh, you know, had a little pat on our back real quick. You know what I mean? Because I don't think we say it enough. I don't think I say it enough to you. You know, and, and Chewy out there and everybody else a part of the team that, you know, it's this isn't easy, bro. And, you know, I know we sacrifice a lot of time in our day and a lot of time, you know, with loved ones or plans have to get canceled or shift or moved around because, you know, it is what it is. You know, you, you got to lay your brick. And if you don't lay that brick that day, you didn't get your job done. You know, and I know sometimes it's at an inconvenience, you know, sometimes you just want to kick it all day. And shit, sometimes you might have that opportunity, but right now, you are not at the end of your race. You know, you you can't, you're not at the end of the race. I know you're not. And if you are, you know, keep learning and keep excelling and do something different. You know, we're in the point where it's just beginning. The year is just beginning. You know, beginning of the month. Where are we going to set our standards? How high are you going to set your standards? And you don't have to set them high. Like, you don't have to set them beyond belief, but, you know, how much are you respecting yourself for you to level up? Like, are you doing that? You got to you gotta look yourself in the mirror, man. Yeah, you got to like, want more. And not more, like, money or more houses or more this, that, and the other. It's just you got to expect the best from yourself. And if you can't do that, then... I don't, you just you know what I mean disservice it's a disservice to yourself and you know it's actually I'm very excited 
uh, to actually be feeling almost 100%, like from when I uh, talked about it last time on the podcast, my stomach and this, that, and the other, um, the ulcerative colitis that I got, I'm feeling stronger. I'm getting, you know, being consistent in the gym. I'm eating, I'm eating fucking food again, you know? Yeah. It's a good feeling, and I'm, I'm excited for, you know, what's in store for me this year. What's in store for me tomorrow? You know, it's the small details. That was something I wrote down in my notes day by day. You know, take everything day by day, pay attention to the small details. And if you win those little small battles, you know. Win the bigger ones later. Yeah, you know, it's, it's you've, been, you've been setting that foundation. That's all. That's, that's what it starts with right there, man. The foundation. And uh, I actually got a question with you, man. It kind of goes into our first topic here today. Uh, I have a question for you, you know. Uh, <laughs> talking about how, you know, difficult it can be and how taxing and, you know, how you either sacrifice this, that, and the other. And, you know, just learning the whole game in itself, you know, it isn't easy. How do you, you know, how do you keep going and, and why are you doing this? This as in like what do you like, like the company? Why do you why do you keep putting pressure? Why do you keep applying a pressure to this aspect of the of your life? And you know, it's not just here, it's it's working, it's 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 always trying to be a better you. You know, what keeps you going, what keeps you moving? There's, there's a lot of different things, man. I think like the way you keep yourself going is uh fucking putting yourself first, man. A lot of times people let other people control what they want to do and, you know, try to dictate who you are, right? Yeah. You got these people and they're like, no, you should be this way, be that way, man. Uh, right now I'm doing something that I like, you know, I love it. It's it's fun, but there's also more work to be done. Like, I, I want to do this, this shit I do, whatever it is, either we're recording or um, we're working on something, on merch or... Being at work or, you know, just any little thing I pick up, I like doing that shit with passion. Like, yeah. Personally, me, I'm I'm a competitor. So if, like, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it at the best. I want to see how far we could take this shit. Yeah. Like, I, I know we're definitely not where we want to be, but we're somewhere. And I know we got what it takes to fucking take it to that next level. And I, it's just this feeling sometimes that when you, you're chasing your dreams, you got that feeling like you're there, but you're not. Yeah. We're, we're, we're but gotta, you're we getting got, there. We got to live it out. We got to live it out. You know, we got to manifest it and live it out. Like we see the dream. If we're able to dream that, that can become our reality. You got to um, embody it every day too. And that's, that's a hard part to do. It's very hard. I, I wake up and I work a nine to five and, uh, I work, you know, five, I work fucking, what is it? Five out of seven days out of the seven day work week, right? Just scattered because I work retail. But uh, shit can get taxing, you know? But what is it that keeps you accountable? What is it that y keeps you accountable? I just said what, like, I just literally said what might keep me busy. And then the, you're like, well, Julio, what about the rest of the hours in the day? And you're completely right. And we got to take advantage of those hours. We got to take advantage of our time. Time is limited on this earth. The only thing that we're promised is our attention that 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 our ticket is gonna be punched. You know what I mean? That we're gonna die and then we have an exit. That's the only thing that's promised. And I have to do a better job at acting and not having my mind dictate my actions. And you think about it every day you're getting closer. You're yeah. Getting closer. Are you gonna keep thinking about the idea that you had that you wanted to do 
as a side hustle or as a dream or whatever your dream is? Are you going to keep thinking about it? Or are you going to fucking go out there and chase it? You got to chase it. What what do you say to the people who have like kids though? What would you say, man? I know you don't have kids and it's hard to touch on that subject, but what if they throw that excuse at you? And then everybody out there with kids that are grinding every day and they're working out and they're applying themselves, trying to start a second business or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, that you're following a passion, a passion, you know, relay that message to the people who think they don't have time. You know, you're, you're telling me you can't pick up your notebook for 30 minutes and start writing these ideas that or, you have. Start building a foundation to whatever you want to start or 30 even, minutes, even if it's not 30 minutes all at once. You know, if you have your notebook on you. And then, cut, you know what's really funny, though? About cut having, down on TikTok. Cut down on Instagram for a little bit. The, you make that time. It's there. Exactly. And if you cut TV, out, if turn you cut it off for a little the, bit. If, if you were to cut all that out, you really do see how much you, how much time you have. Um, I was going through some shit a couple years ago, and I was having a tough time. And, you know, I put my phone down. I fucking just deleted a bunch of apps off my phone. Fucking... Just kind of went ghost, bro. And I fucking, um, I was tapping in on the, every time I was tapping in, it was on the lives and that was it. It was giving you some raw emotion, raw emotion. And I was typing a lot. I was typing how I felt and what I wanted, you know, and I was alone with my thoughts and I was running all kinds and I was always overcoming these challenges in my head and applying them to the vision. And what was it that held me down? It was the vision. It was the, the company. You have to want something so bad that you're d- willing to dedicate every fucking day to it. And I know that's in me because I've done it. And I know it's in you because I know you've done it. If you're a fucking parent or whatever and you say you're too busy, no, because you've dedicated your life to your child, right? So you can dedicate yourself to something else as well. That capability is within you. I'm not saying they're the same circumstances. I'm saying that feeling, that emotion, that whatever got you to do what you did for your kid or whoever you did it for when you ever did that one thing, you know, to get yourself across that finish line, whatever it is in your life that is still in you. You got to tap into that shit. Wallow and who Anthony put me onto him earlier, uh, not earlier, but he's been putting me onto him, but we're watching a video earlier and he talks about touch, like pushing that button. Fuck it button. The fuck it button. Like you got to not give a fuck what anybody thinks about you. And it's, it couldn't have said it better. And, you know, we live on the same kind of ideology, you know, breaking the matrix. Fuck what everybody thinks against the system. Fuck that. And, and I don't mean against the whole fucking system. I don't want to see everything burned down. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Do whatever you want to fucking do. Within the guidelines of, you know, morals. But then everybody yeah. has their own morals. Anyway, that's a whole different subject. But just fucking, if you have the passion for something, just do it, man. Yeah, get after it. It's not easy. It's not always fun. But, you know, if you set up for a goal, go do the, you got to do the hard work. You got to do the work. And you can't get, you, you're you not going to be able to get by with that weak shit. You know, that weak sauce shit, putting out that weak sauce shit, weak sauce, weak ass shit. You can't. People know the genuine. They know the real. They know the work. And they know the fucking fake. You know what I mean? You can smell that shit a mile away. Can't cut no corners when you want success. You can't cut shit. We're pure. No pun intended. But, you know, those are my questions for you, Anthony. Thank you for answering them. For oh, I said Anthony, bro. <laughs> I called you your fucking government name. They're going to come after you. 
The government, huh? They're gonna come after me. Fuck. They're gonna come. At, we're looking for a PZ Anthony. You're like, I don't know. Also known as Doctor PZ. Doctor PZ. Uh, fuck. That's catch me fucking in Tijuana. Shit, Gonzos. Gonzos. Honestly, dude, I'd probably go to Mexico. You know, something happened. Maybe allegedly, I go to Canada. I gotta throw him off. I'm going to Canada. Catch me in Canada. Yeah, he's gonna be out there chilling with Drake. Yeah, catch me out in the fucking uh, Toronto Raptor games. Fucking courtside with Drake. Tuesday sliding. <laughs> Fuck, hey, dude. Nah, none of that stuff. But uh, imagine, uh, imagine we just like linked up with Drake, recorded with like recorded a podcast with him. That'll be tight. That'll be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I've been fucking playing Drake since I was like a freshman in high school, dude. Yeah, Drake's always been like up there for a cool minute. Yeah, no, he's he's uh, especially when he first emerged on the scene, he was a sound that like was that just changed things. Mm-hmm. You know, it was hard, but it was singing. I think he started that whole that I could rap and sing and and kind of be really good at it, re- really good at both. Uh, what I defer. What do you defer? About? I defer. All right, tell me the rebuttal. Nah. Um, I think a lot of people did it already, but like it was just different. It was it was more in the mainstream level, but there's also like Nate Dog, bro, like rapping scene. Yeah, but I'm not saying like I'm talking about that point in music. Uh, like during that time when he came out, I know about Nate Dog. I'm not gonna compare him to Nate yeah. Dog because that was already done. I guess what I'm saying is he. He did that. I think he does both both very good. But it, you're right; it was different for that time. It, you know what I mean? All I'm yeah. saying it's different for that time. I'm over here backtracking. <laughs> no, yeah. But no, Nate Dog, fucking two one three. Oh shit! He like made singing on these rap, hard ass rap songs cool as fuck. You know, changes the game. Fucking look like a. Look like a, a hood dude, you know what I mean? And he was just fucking singing, coming on these melodies. His whole flow was smooth. Rest in peace, Nate Dog, the legend. Rest in peace. But man, as we're uh, going through these uh, topics, we wanted to touch on a little bit of sports talk with the whole Tom Brady retiring. Man, one of the best athletes. Well, I wouldn't even say athlete, just competitors. To ever play a game, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Shout out Tom Brady. Uh, retire in peace, my friend. Have a good long life. Fucking playing golf and investing whatever you're investing in. Uh, you did it, dude. I, I, I am a Raider fan, and a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, you like Tom Brady?" I fucking love Tom Brady, bro. I'm a low key Tom Brady fan. Kind of hate him, uh, but he played with such a fucking chip on his shoulder throughout the years. Um, he was second string quarterback in high school. He was drafted in Michigan, and everybody said he was just not the quarterback. You know what I mean? His size, his build. It was the last pick of the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, but so when you see that aspect of Tom Brady, he's kind of always been the underdog. He's always had that chip on his shoulder. You know, and he plays with such an intensity and such a passion. I posted a video today on my Instagram. And it's just him getting so fucking juiced for the game, bro. He's such a competitor. Hell yeah. And it's like, he always carried that chip. Although, like, 
media would try to make it look different towards the end of his career. Like, but it was always like, fuck that. You can never doubt like Brady's going to come through. No. Yeah. I mean, and it's the way he went out was pretty noble too. You know, pretty much saying that, you know, for this game, you need to be at a hundred percent kind of insinuating. He wasn't at a hundred percent anymore. And, you know, you got to leave it up to the people who can give you that hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. It's like, he knows his time. Yeah. And he, he was fucking honestly the goat, bro. Like all his accolades, the Super Bowls. I don't know. Like you might not see that again until a really long time. But like you might not see that for fucking decades, you know. The shit he did seven Super Bowls? Yeah, it's played in ten, won seven. Played in ten. You played in ten. So you played a decade of football and you made it to the Super Bowl every year, ten straight years. Okay, maybe not consecutively, but and if you break the, it down like that, think about the, it, think about it like that. He's the only player to only win three Super Bowls in three different decades. De- Wait, no, three different decades. Isn't decades ten? Nineties, two thousands, oh yeah, damn. Well, two thousand. Oh yeah, you're right, the, you're right. No, you're right. Damn. How long was his fucking career? I think. Like late nineties, yeah. So Brady was actually uh, drafted in two thousand. He went for the sixth round pick, one hundred and ninety ninth. He was one hundred and ninety ninth pick of the two thousand draft. Uh, he played for the New England Patriots from two thousand to two thousand nineteen. From uh, two thousand twenty to two thousand twenty one, he played with the uh, Buccaneers. Well, two thousand twenty two, essentially. He's retired this year. Duh. A duh. Duh. He played from uh, 1996 to 1999 uh, at that college, Michigan. And uh, he did well for himself. He was like a backup at first, I believe. Yes, sir. That Just that whole story, his story is motivating. It reminds me of like a Kobe or... It's a true like, underdog story. Yeah. And a lot of people hate on him because, oh, yeah, do-do-do, he's just good. Like, they hate on him because how good he is, right? But how can you hate that story? Like, when you get to actually... LeBron, like, you know, like... Yeah, you get to understand the actual story and, the like, how much people... Like, how much that those individuals overcame the obstacles in their life. And you're still hating? It's like, damn. You're a fucking hater. You're just a fucking hater. Fuck out of here with that hater aid. I hate sometimes, though, too. I gotta catch myself, catch myself. But you can't hate on greatness. You can't. It's just... It, it's know? there in front of you. Stop denying that. If shit. it's mediocre, hey, go ahead and hate on it. <laughs> but if it's undeniable, you can't hate on it, dude. Especially when you got fucking seven Super Bowls. One more than any other franchise. That's fucking crazy. And he has himself. He has seven Super Bowls. That's more than any other franchise. Himself. Bro. How the fuck does that sound? Insane. It sounds fuck. It's oh, it sounds fake. Yeah, you know it sounds like it's not real. It sounds like something out of a damn movie. Are they gonna make a Tom Brady movie? What do you think? They should. They That'd probably should. Cool. Huh? It, they're all, football movies are always uh, hard to make because they're. It's hard to get like the real physicality in the actual movie, so they just kind of end up being kind of soft. Yeah. Yeah. The you know which one was a good one? Which one? The Blind Side with my girl Sandra Bullock. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. Yes, it is. The that's another true underdog story movie type of. Oh yeah, Michael Orr. He's actually 
Is he still in the NFL or did he retire? I'm pretty sure he's retired already. But yeah. great movie. I th- was Michael Orr was in the Super Bowl. He was in the Panthers, huh? When they traded him. I think so. Yeah, I was actually I saw him on the sideline when I was a uh, security for the Super Bowl Fifty. You were security for Super Bowl Fifty. Yeah. Oh shit, that's pretty tight. Story time or what? Story time. Hey, are you ready for story time? There I was, young Jay the Pounds, at my very first Super Bowl. I got to be security at Super Bowl 50, where good old Peyton Manning was taking on the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton and the gang, they had a squad. But good old Peyton Manning, he was never going to let down. Pay man in that forehead. Pay man in that forehead. Oh boy, I'll tell you that was a sight to see. I was on the opposing sideline of Pay Manning. I was right next to the Panthers sideline, look, looking directly at the Panthers cheerleaders. Oh, was that a sight? I looked to my left and I looked to my right. To my right, I see grown men. Michael Orr, Lou Keegley. Some big white guy with blonde hair. I think he was an offensive lineman. No, but to uh, be completely transparent, this was by far the best thing my dad had ever got me to do. He got me to sign up for my guard card. We went to go get my guard card, me and him, boom, boom, boom. We we got approved, and then we finally get uh, the approval from... uh, uh, the guard card and the company and we go do our training this that, and the other and the day of we have to be there at four or five in the five in the morning so we leave from greenfield to what is santa clara for the super bowl yeah to go work to go get you know figure out what's going on in the middle of the day they give us these colored shirts they give us these colored jackets we find out where we're going to be for the day um, so we leave we leave at 3 a.m we get there to work right at six o'clock we know where our duties are we know where we're at I end up being directly to the right, right in front of the cheerleaders on the Panther sideline. That's where I got to be. My dad, my dad, I forgot where he was at, but I got the view. No, I I really did. I got to see the, I got to see fucking people scoring drives. Peyton Manning scored directly in the end zone in front of me. You know what I mean? It's something that I, I can never relive, bro. It was so, it's such a dope experience. And they kept telling us that we couldn't look at the game, that we had to look at, uh, the guests to see if anybody was gonna run or whatever this that, and the other and I was like, like, like uh, I I don't know what what we're gonna do if like we're gonna tackle them this that or the other you know what I mean yeah so it was just uh I just watched the game honestly to be completely honest see, I you, you didn't turn around you're like every like, once in a while because it gets you in trouble but no I tried I was like you know how like you see the the sideline uh, reporters and stuff. Yeah. That shit's hella chaotic, bro. Hella chaotic. People are running around. There's this big ass machine where this video where this video cameras are and this guy's operating it. It's fucking just like an arm extended where you so he, it's it's fucking crazy, dude. The reporter, that one white reporter that looks really handsome, that one dude 
All the girl reporters are right there just running back and forth. It's fucking chaos, bro. You got the linemen right there. You got the team. You got the the team, um, like, uh, sport therapists with them, you know, to keep all their injuries up. What are they called? Sport therapists, right? Personal trainers. Personal yeah. trainers, yeah. All the personal trainers there. Everybody's there. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but, yeah, no, it was a great time. We didn't get back until damn near 3 in the morning that same day. Fuck. So we worked hella. I think I got cashed out, like, a almost an $1,800 check for one day. Damn. Shit was nuts. I bought That's a battle tight. rope and on it products. Shut up on it. That's crazy, man. And how was that experience just being there? Uh it what was kind of people were there. There's a lot of rich people, huh? Yeah, there was a lot of people who, you know, were that I got to see that were like wealthy, right? Because they were on the sidelines mm-hmm. and the people, you know, who were really close. Um, but it was it was crazy. It really worked like a system. This whole event came together with the help of all these people and without certain people, you know, a lot of these simple things that you take for granted at a game, like serving hot dogs or having somebody walk up and down the aisles, um, security, you know, these things that you don't look at, it takes so many people, all the engineers, all the people who fix the lights, like every fucking buddy. And it, it that's what was amazing to me. And the amount of people that literally were just working in the stadium that they had to funnel back to these buses because they, they parked us like in these different shuttles, right? Mm. And in a different spot. So they had to kind of bus us in. But they literally, sh- they were just like moving us like we were a herd of fucking sheep and cattle. It was crazy, bro. So many people took forever to get out. That's why it took forever to us to get back. But they paid us like double t- overtime and a time and a half. They paid us hella shit. So it was cool. Really great experience. If you guys ever get the opportunity to work security at a football game or any kind of sporting event, I really suggest it, especially if you're interested in sports, because it's, it it, honestly, it's like a, not to sound weird, but you're like a kid in a candy store, bro. You're like, you know, you're you're seeing all these people that you watch on TV and you kind of see where you wanted to be. You know, you have these dreams and aspirations when you're a kid and to just see it, see it, to step on the field, to be a party of it, to have the confetti come down when the Broncos won. It, Bro, now that I'm thinking about it, that's a, that's a great memory. Yeah. It's like, it's a Super Bowl. Not yeah. everyone gets a chance to go there. Yeah, like, I've been to plenty of games, and I've been a fan, but there was nothing like having to be completely fucking sober, tired as dog shit, standing, legs hurting, fucking hungry, had, like, your one lunch, this, that, and the other, and you were just there for way too fucking long, but fuck bro i was just watching the game just like fuck fuck that like i don't care how i felt i just wanted it it was just crazy to be there soaked it up for sure that was a really good game yeah it was a really good game uh cam newton's a sore loser yeah he kind of yeah saying he choked but yeah he kind of yeah he kind of gave up his whole demeanor on the sideline i was i got to see it firsthand it was definitely kind of slouchy and sad like you know his with the energy he was kind of giving off yeah. And it's just like, damn, everybody was quiet. Like, there was nothing really going on. That's crazy, but man, it's going to be great having the Super Bowl back in uh, California. Yes, it will be. Speaking of the Super Bowl, right? Moving on to our next topic. Thank you for joining me there with uh, during story time. Always a pleasure. Uh, but the Super Bowl, you got the Cats versus the Rams. You got the Bengals and Rams in L.A. Bengals SoFi and Rams. Stadium. You heard it. Heard it here first. You didn't hear it anywhere else. You heard it here. Breaking news. 
<laughs> what? It's like, because I know there's going to be people that are barely going to know about this. And then there's people like, already know about this. So it's <laughs> kind of funny because it is breaking news, but it's not breaking news. Oh, for the news, people who don't yeah. know. Yeah, you're right. You're completely right. But, you know, yeah, it's funny. I didn't. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. <laughs> no, it's not making fun of them. No, it's but just it's, funny. Just, it's just hella funny that that's how it's going to work out. Um, but what about these games, man? These past two, uh, you know, uh, championship games, we had the Rams versus the 49ers and the Bengals uh, versus the Chiefs. What's your take on it, man? What, what went down? How did it go? You know, quick analysis, quick summary from PZ the God. Can we get some, man? Hook me up, I man. mean, man, besides the Niners lost. I know you're sad at the Niners. But, lost. I mean, it's been a roller coaster season. I don't even know if we were supposed to be there. Bro, you guys started out the season like 3-5 and five or something? Yeah. Some wild shit like that? Yeah. And there's just, there's just been like, it's been a long season. But it's cool. The future holds something bright for everyone. So, I would take it that way as a fan. And, you know, just keep fucking supporting the team, I guess. But it was crazy. Fuck it. Shout out to the Rams, though. Yeah, what do you think of the game, though, the actual it, game? It was a good game. Yeah. It was some good football. You know, um, definitely, you know, the defense won the championship. Yeah, I came up with a couple clutch stops. Uh, really pressured Garoppolo. Um, he missed a couple key plays, I think. The, he missed a couple plays. The last two drives. But they were stale. Yeah, and it's like. You can't do that. You can't have those two, uh, you, especially that three and out the first time. It's it, it was like a possession of 17 seconds total or some shit like that. I was like, what? You know when that uh, momentum shifts, you're like, yeah. You feel the cold air. You feel colder. You know what I mean? You know, you ever stop playing and you realize that you're getting your ass kicked or like you have to do something to turn the game around? That's how they felt there. But there was no life coming back in. Anyway, that was that was a good game. Uh, I did win some money on the Rams, though. I ain't going to lie. I ain't even going to lie. Shout out the Rams. I was going to bet on the fucking Bengals, too, bro, but I didn't. I should have took them. Should have. Listen to my gut. I'm betting on them for the Super Bowl. Me, too. Yeah, they're my pick. Money line. Money line. Let's go. Let's go. I actually did bet on them. I betted that uh, the game will be, be between seven points. The Super Bowl? Yeah, the uh, Bengals and Chiefs game. Oh, okay, okay. So it was like a spread. So anybody could have won, but it just has to be between seven. Yeah, the, the plus or minus? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good way to win some cash, too. That game was really dope. I, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, that was, um, that was a tight game. Dude, Joe Burrows, he's that guy. Right? He is. He's Joe Cool. He whooped our ass in the first round. And honestly, if the Raiders would have came to play... Maybe we're having a different story here. But solid defensively, solid offensively. You said they were struggling a little bit with their offensive line. I see that Burrow's always kind of making a play happen because the pocket falls apart and he gets hit a little bit more than he should. You know, for longevity in the NFL, you got to avoid that. So then you get him some linemen next season. Yeah, you got to invest in that line. You know, those lines, you got to really invest. But man, they're taking it all the way to the Super Bowl, so shit. Do you really got to invest in a line? Well, maybe longevity. M- maybe this point will tell you It'll, this game. You know, this is what it really matters. Like all the other games don't really matter. Mm-hmm. It's about the Super Bowl. It's about the championship. It's about the Vince Lombardi trophy. And I think if the Rams do take it, it's going to be because their defensive line is great. 
Yeah, they and have the offense like lack sick. a little bit in the O line. Uh, I think that's gonna be the when they buckle down. Doesn't dictate the game. That when they buckle down the last quarter, you know, those last couple of drives against the the Niners. That's when they. That's when, you know, the great defenses, the great players, really separate themselves. It's whoever answers the call first, and you know, yeah. the Rams did it. And who's gonna be first to answer the call? Who's gonna take advantage of the game first? Who's gonna make the first mistake? These little things are gonna have a big impact. It's the little, it's the, it's the details with teams like this. They're great teams. Yeah, they're both great teams. You know, they have a little bit of weaknesses here, little weaknesses there, um, but as everybody does, and they know that they know what they got. So not they're not gonna do stuff to not protect Joe. Yeah, maybe Joe Burrow's the second coming of Brady. Hey, you never know. Ooh. This is going to be the first guy to win. What is it, the Heisman? The NCAA championship? Or what is it? The NC, the, yeah, the fucking national, national championship. championship. Yeah, the national championship and the Super Bowl all in three years. He could do this consecutively if this kid does this. Dude, this guy's going to be fucking going nuts. Please take away his credit card. Take away his cash. Make sure you're drug testing this kid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, seriously, this guy's going to have, this guy's going to be, if he does that, bro, he's going to be on top of the fucking world. And what comes I think low-key, he kind of is already. Like, that's how, that's his whole fucking. Persona, huh? Yeah. yeah. But it's going to be crazy. It's going to be like to the 10th degree. Yeah. It's going to be wild. Shout out Joe Cool. Shout out the Bengals. Let's go cardiac kids. You know what I mean? Let's do it one time for the old school. Let's go Bengals. Yeah, let's do it for Ocho Cinco. Yeah, I'm sure he's fucking pumped. I bet you he's betting hella money on the Bengals. He, knowing him, he'll jinx him and fucking lose. That fool sucks at betting. Oh, fuck. But uh, to get back to the Super Bowl, um, you know, to tie this all in, I didn't really watch the Super Bowl when I was there, the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. I was kind of busy. I actually did my job because I was like, eh, don't really, you know, if I don't want to get in trouble looking at the halftime show, if anything. So speaking of the halftime show, they have a fucking lineup. They got Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. What do you think about the lineup, Easy? Man, that, that's... Hit me with your best shot. I think that's the only right way to do it. You think so? Yeah. yeah Especially in, here in California, in the West Coast. In L.A. Out of all the In places. L.A., yeah. For it's the, L.A. It's the music hub. You know? The, yeah. That's a that's a that's a huge dub for LA. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. You know, they got the stars out and people might look at those names and you know, see age on them, but those people right there are the foundation of West Coast rap. Um Eminem definitely from Detroit, but he had some killer ass songs produced by Dr. Dre here in the West Coast. Produced a whole bunch of his shit. That's where he took it to the next level. Yeah, with exactly. Drake. And, you know, that's just pretty dope that he actually is just on that list. A lot of people may dislike Eminem. They might not like his rap. I'm a big fan. I've been since I was fucking eight, you know. So, I'm excited. Yeah, and, like, with Dre and Snoop, like, that's, like, the foundation. You know? Like, they're one of the... The pillars. The pillars to... You say pillards? Pillards. Pillards. Pillars. Pillards? Pillars with an R. (laughs) So you're playing pillars. (laughs) So they're like the pigeons. (laughs) (laughs) They're like the pigeons. 
They're not but, pigeons. They're they, fucking staples. Yeah. They're staples in fucking LA. And it's like... And Kendrick as well. You know, yeah, Kendrick. Kendrick. Morgan down for LA. And having them there is special. You know, Snoop and Dre started a little earlier than K-Dog, obviously. But it just shows how much of a staple you are in the city. Yeah, they got generations in that in that, in that that group there. And still doing it. You know, At least I, Snoop's still doing it. I'm not sure if Dre's still, you know, producing some shit. I'm pretty sure. I'm... I'm well, maybe I don't know. I, I could, I'm lying. I really don't know if Dr. Dre is producing anything. But uh, Kendrick, hit one. I think uh, Good Kid, Mad City is probably gonna go down as one of the West Coast's greatest albums. Yeah, like hands down, bro. That gives you a insight to LA, Los Angeles, California, like just everything he's talking about, the hoods, the streets, yeah, just what's going on, his lifestyle. That shit's real. It's really his life, man. Exactly. He just fucking painted the picture for us with all those lyrics. And it's, uh, it's his story, beautiful. His it's storytelling. Crazy. The stories. Yeah, his metaphors, storytelling. Everything's fucking crazy. He's off the hook with it. And the skits help everything get tied down together. The skits give you the insight of what's going on yep. at that moment in time. You know, what was happening when, you know, he hit the fucking shenanigans. And his fucking mom and dad are blowing up the phone. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Like, it, it tells you exactly what's happening in that picture or in that time. And it's like, with music, you got to be creative with it. Not even just music, with anything, right? You got to be creative. You got to be, again, real. You got to be genuine. You got to really work at it. It's not just something that's given to you. You know, just because you have a gift doesn't mean that you just are great. And no, you got to apply yourself. You got to put in that work. You got to put in that effort. You can't cheat the game. And and if you do cheat it, which a lot of people do with all these fucking whack, uh, you know, whack, whack rappers or, you know. Just that generic shit, you know, just trying to make that same sound that everybody has. There's, there isn't a lot of music nowadays that is breaking the mold that is a different sound. It's going to be here one day and the next day it's going to be gone and all that real shit is going to last. A lot of the... That's why I always appreciate when you do listen to real music because like, damn, this was spitting, this was talking some shit. Getting down for real. You know, you can hear the story, you can hear the raw emotion in his voice. You know, a lot of young rappers and R&B rap uh, artists are doing that today. I think uh, Mark Lux... Right, being one of the young uh, artists. Yeah. Mark Lux, Cam Worldwide, Drebo. All these uh, young rappers are kind of developing their own sounds and their own views on their on, on life and, you know, explaining it in their music. And it's a, it's a great thing to hear. But That's talking about... What's up? Oh, no, go, go ahead, man. Go ahead, sir. You know, this ties in perfectly, though, talking about these these young cats coming up in music and, uh, the, you know, just the halftime show. You know, we got our, we got some picks of the week for you. You know, we got some songs that have been weighing heavy on the noggin. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You hear me knocking? Come on, let me in then, please. Don't even check the peephole. Who is it? Noggin. Noggin? Noggin. <laughs> Noggin who? 
knocking these motherfucking boots. Uh, actually, I didn't expect you to come up with something. That was actually pretty good. Was it? Knocking these motherfucking boots. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, it was cool. No, man. But we're going about to hit you with a couple different flavors of these um, artists. Yeah, I got I got dialed up this week. I was listening to this on the drive home the other day. Uh, came out on shuffle. It's uh, it, it was Fashan, uh, circa two thousand nine. Samsonite man rolled on, and then I had to obviously look up life as a shorty right after that. Um, both songs just remind me of just being in high school, kicking it with the homies, just fucking bullshitting, driving in uh, my boy's old Jetta, smoking weed, chilling, parked, and really just dissecting music. And really vibing out to the music. Because that's what we that's all we really had. We didn't have all these fucking, uh, you know, outlets that we have now. And our outlet was music and a little bit of weed. And just being, driving out to the middle of nowhere and listening to these songs. For Sean's tight, bro. That He's an underrated artist. Yeah, we actually uh, got to see him at um, in Santa Cruz. He opened up for Wiz. We saw Wiz there, too. It's fucking crazy. But, uh. Let's hear some of that uh, for Sean, man. We got our DJ out here. We got it dialed up for y'all. DJ PZ. Yeah, man, that song just real It's a good, beautiful song. Real good vibes, real honest on the track. Uh, just a great storyteller, dude. I love it. Shout out to Sean. Fashan Circa 2009. Fresno. Fresno, California. Speaking of, like, Fashan, there's this song that I really like from him. It's called the California. It's another banger that we got with you today at FC Radio. Ooh, dial so, it up, dial it up. Let's hear it on the wax. So on the we're hitting you guys with some classic... Kind of underrated West Coast music. I would know? say very underrated. Very underrated. We're going to give the flowers to Fashan today on the show. So let's get it. You got that California dialed up? Here we go. We got it dialed up for y'all. Shout out Fashan. Everybody, wherever you're at right now, if you want to go ahead and support us, you can go ahead and hit fullcircleco.shop. We got our latest drop. Yeah, We got the city staple out. We still got some sizes for everybody. Thank you for supporting us. Dallas. 
Now I'm smelling like LA. Met a bitch from Miami, fucked her to Machiavelli. Left the kids on the belly, left the vid on my celly. She ate the dick like spaghetti. I'm hitting gas and dready. Met some killers in Memphis, smoke like they from Oakland. Give me my flowers while I can smell them. Ain't talking about roses. Literally, I'm lean. Mix it like a mimosa. Bought it in Nashville. Then I woke up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's sunny as California, but nothing like Compton. It's more like Calistoga, and it's hot as Arizona. I popped me a Corona. Fresno, nigga, hard colder than Minnesota in October. Don't interrupt. Darling, I'm in the zone. Why does everywhere I go just remind me of home? Uh, you know that state of gold with the bed. Them other places come close, but they don't compare. Now I've been in New York, come on. Texas, yeah, Midwest. Yeah, this shit goes hard, bro. I haven't heard this song before. You never heard it? Mm. Man, I think they had it in one of the old Madden games. That shit goes hard. And me and my boy used to play Madden all the time when we were in, like, younger, like in high school. Yeah. And, uh... We hella like this song. We we always send each other this song when we bump it because it like, just reminds us of them. But this was a classic song. No, this is a hitter song, bro. Shout out for Sean. But yeah, man, what you got dialed up, man, for the rest for the rest of these people? You got anything else any, for anybody else, or you keeping it all keeping it all to yourself, man? You keep it all to yourself, man. Come on, share, man. Break me up a piece, man. man Let I'm, me hold a dollar, man. Honestly. We're just going to keep it a little bit of music like we always do. So want to say shout out to Master P. Shout out to Master P. <laughs> yeah. That was out of left field, my friend. Shout I know that Master was a left. That was big left. But yeah, we were out here that we were just I didn't even expect Master P, dude. I know. Master P's been in the game forever, bro. This guy's really underrated. Took in Snoop Dogg when he left the dog pound. Bought him a house. <laughs> Produce his whole album, put him on hella game. Yeah, man, shout out Master P. And in the level of, like, independent. Oh, yeah, he's independent all the way. He got to, I saw Master P, like, fucking chips last time at the Dollar Tree, I think. Bro, chips. Yeah, he they has. They were, like, barbecue uh, chips. He has everything. Bro, it's crazy. He's just an entrepreneur. Yeah, he you know? branded his name. His brand is his name. Literally. And he was didn't he play in the NBA? Yeah. What team did he play for? Fuck, I don't remember, honestly. Was it the Rockets? I don't know. I have to search it now. Or the Raptors. Let me uh fact check you guys. Fact check, fact check. No, but what song you got dialed up though for, for Master B? Do you know? Do you have one? Do I have one, man? Let's check it out. Since we on the west side. We always gonna keep it West Side, and he's just a feature in this song. But you know how we do it. Shout out Nate Dog. Hope so. 
Lay low, nobody moving till I say so. Limo tent rolling deep. Come on, bro. Snoop Dogg's gonna be performing at the Super Bowl. Tell me you're not gonna watch that. It's gonna be tight. Bro, I wonder what they're gonna sing. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm more excited about. Like they what songs are gonna be performed. If they come in in a sixty four, that'll be That'd be some gangster shit. That'd be a full circle moment for them. Yes, it would be. That would be a full circle moment for them. Shout out full circle co. Shout out full circle mentality. Thank you. Good job, full circle co. Nah, but uh, everybody. Master P, shout out Master P. He played for the Toronto Raptors. Yup. Shout out Raptors. <laughs> I totally forgot to hit you back with the with the fact check. <laughs> with the fact check, he just stopped. He was like, "Oh yeah, right. I got the you got the fact. You just didn't relay the message. <laughs> I got the fact, but I didn't check it. It's all good. It's that but dog yeah. breath we smoked earlier by a uh, Green Dog. Shout dog out breath. Green that Dog. That sounds nasty. Dog breath. Nah, it was some cool shit though. Yeah, it was good. Fucking lit. Fuck yeah, with the banana backwards. Yes, sir. Um, but wherever you're at, thank you for being here with us. We're going to let you hear the Master P verse. Don't worry. But we just want to say thank you for being here with us. Thank you for taking time out of your day. Everybody who's went ahead and supported us and purchased the shirt from this new city staple drop. We appreciate you. If you haven't, that's completely fine. We got your size. Just get in line. Place your orders at fullcircleco.shop and shop till you drop, baby. Shop till you drop. What's up with that Master P verse, though? Is the next one, bro? Damn, bro. This is a long song. They have this will put it on like the beginning intro. And Master P is gonna be like like six minutes in. Yeah, <laughs> I did, but fuck it. Oh, it's hella last, bro. Let's it's go, all good. Let's go. Let's What's go, up? Master P, bro. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us here again at FC Radio. Spread the peace and the love. We are out. Bye-bye. Really hope so.